0: Hello and welcome to the Magical Traveling Mums podcast. My name is Tina and today I am joined by my fabulous co-host Miss Colleen and we are here sharing some of our favorite summer travel tips for 2021. But first before we get started let us take a moment and thank our wonderful sponsors of our show Mystical Dream Travel. Mystical Dream Travel is an earmarked travel agency and an authorized Disney vacation planner. They can help you with all your travel planning needs, whether it is theme park travel, the Caribbean, Mexico, cruises, or more. Be sure to reach out to the fantastic agents over at Mystical Dream Travel. Head over to their website mysticaldreamtravel.com or look them up on social media. Welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms Podcast, where your hosts, Tina and Colleen, talk about all things travel. From theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more, they cover news, tricks, and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams. They love to travel and want you to love it too. Find out their best-kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms Podcast. Hey Colleen how are you? I'm great Tina how are you? Good good are you ready for summer? I know I am.
1: Uh, Maybe our our pool in our neighborhood just opened this past weekend and it was a little chilly but I hear it's going to be in the 90s here next week so I think I think then we'll be ready.
0: Wow. Oh my gosh, that's the opposite. Oh, if I could talk, that's awesome. We are like at the end of our school year here. So we have only like two weeks left and we finally, we've been, it's been so cold here in Pennsylvania and we are finally this week getting in the 80s. So I'm so excited. Oh, nice. No, I can't wait. I can't wait. So I love this time of year. So anyway, so let's chat about some summer travel tips. So we have a bunch of travel tips some of them are safety tips some of them are just kind of some destination tips so I thought we would start off with flying some travel tips on flying in the air so air travel is really heating up right now because everybody's wanting to get away and so the flights are full they're pretty much back to pre-COVID times which is great to see I know that they have Taken away the, you know, they weren't seating the the middle row seat.
1: Oh yeah, no, that middle
0: gone. seat. <laughs> yeah, that's gone. <laughs> I think it's been gone for a little while. <laughs> <At> this point, <laughs> yeah. they're packing yeah. the plane. <laughs> they are back to normal. So here are I have a couple travel tips. Okay, so the one thing, so a lot of times people I hear a lot of people say I have to get up so early for my flight and drive to the airport. Yeah. I've been there quite a few times. So the airport for me is probably depending on the day of the week could almost be like a two hour drive. Oh my gosh. Wow. Really? Yeah. So depending on, well, it depends on which airport I'm flying out of, but it can be, if we're going in the middle of the day and traffic and, you know, during the weekday, it could take us, you know, up to two hours. But I would say technically it's probably about an hour, like with no traffic and, you know, So I like to, so when I go on an early morning flight, I always like to stay out by the airport. So we fly out of Pittsburgh uh, International quite often. And I really enjoy staying at the Hyatt, which is right at the airport. So I could just wake up. I don't have to get up at two in the morning. Just walk right down into the airport. So that's If
1: If I was two hours away from the airport, I would always do that. Faithfully always lived about like 30 minutes from an airport. I don't, I've never had to travel too far to an airport, I guess.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, we do. I think a lot of us because of traffic, but we do have an airport that is like 20, 20 to 30 minutes away, which if we're just doing Orlando, we'll fly out of there because it's a much smaller airport, but we'll fly out of there on Spirit Airlines. So yeah. Very nice. So, so one of my top travel tips, if you, if you do have an early morning flight, I do encourage you to go on the night before. So you don't have to get up like super early. So another thing that I like to always share too, is that if you have, if you're traveling with your little ones, always pack activities for the kids to do, to keep them busy on the airplanes. I know a lot of people will download stuff on iPads and stuff like that. I go for the classic coloring books.
1: Really? Is and your, and your daughter's okay with that? Like, I feel like my kids would die if they didn't have their tablets. In fact, I have wondered, what did parents do before tablets? Like, I can't even fathom
0: how you yeah. entertained
1: your coloring, kids.
0: It would be reading coloring books. Word searches. I think that's what we did
1: before. No, it's like, that was my childhood too. But now I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get how we were entertained by that. You know what I love to do is mind my kids, especially when they were a little younger, I would buy them like a small new like toy, like not anything big, like a matchbox car or something. Right. And and give it to them on the plane. You know, like once we got on the plane, it would be like, oh, hey, look at what this, what I got you. So it was like a brand new toy. And oh, that's very- a great toy yeah just something small you know it's not something too expensive and obviously something they can play with on the plane but then it's the novelty of it for you know at least an hour
0: (laughs) yeah keep them busy for a little bit yeah that's a good idea yeah so uh, my daughter's older now so she's really usually on her phone like she'll Mm -hmm. download movies or stuff like that but she actually to this day still takes a book and she still will read
1: that's good. That's what I do on the plane. I read.
0: Yep. Yeah, I do too. I usually do like a magazine, like I'll yes. grab a magazine at the airport. Yeah. Something that I normally I wouldn't buy. Like the,
1: trashy, the trashy magazines you don't yeah. read
0: normally. <laughs> yes. And I was just going to say that it's not something I would normally buy, but I'm like, yes, yes. I can read this.
1: <laughs> that's totally what I do.
0: <laughs> same thing. Exact same thing. So uh, do you have any other flight, like travel by air? So the one thing I do want to say, the masks are still required in the airports. And so going through security and on the airplanes. And so those are still in effect as of today, I think until September 13th or 16th, something like that of this year. So
1: yeah, I, the other tip I would say is with kids, I always bring snacks you know, obviously they have to be an airline, you know, okay snack to bring in your bag or whatever, and something non-perishable and easy to put in your bag or whatever. Cause my kids are hungry every five minutes mm-hmm. and there's no food on the planes. I mean, they're not, I mean, you're lucky if you get a bag of pretzels nowadays. So. Oh yes. Yes.
0: Or a glass yes. of water.
1: <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. So I always try to pack a few extra snacks for them because they're just always hungry. And it's also something for them to do. And I pack, I always have to try to remember to dress in like layers, especially when you're going from a cold destination to a hot destination, mm-hmm. because whatever is, and it's cold on the airplane. So a lot of people will wear like a jacket or a sweatshirt or a long sleeve shirt. And then you get off the plane in Mexico and you go outside and you die because it's 90 degrees and humid. Yeah. So you got you to wear layers, something that you can easily take off and have like, a tank top on underneath or something.
0: Yeah, that is something I always forget on the plane. So especially when I'm traveling from warm weather to warm weather or warm weather to warmer weather, I I'm like always like oh, I don't need a jacket for the plane, but I'm always shivering. Oh, it's cold yeah. on the plane. Yes, and so in our family, so if my husband and daughters traveling with me, my daughter sits in the window seat, my husband sits in the middle, and I sit on the aisle. And so my husband and daughter, they like it cold. And so I'm like freezing because it's so cold in our area because they have the blowers they on. on. Oh yes, yeah, so I always forget to bring something. So yeah, always pack like a light. Something. Like something to put you know, you could throw it like in your bag.
1: Or a little throw or something. But yeah, it is cold on those airplanes. It, it really
0: is cold on those airplanes. I mean, I remember they used to give people you, you used to be able to ask for blankets and pillows. And- <laughs> That's not a thing. Eight days are long gone. So I
1: don't
0: know. All right. So let's talk about the road trip. So traveling by car. So a lot of families are kind of ditching the airplanes this year Mm -hmm. and they're traveling by car. So they're staying, you know, domestically. They're not going to the Caribbean or anything like that. And so they're going to the beaches, places like maybe Myrtle Beach or, you know, even driving to Florida, you know, some people are driving to Florida. Driving to Florida. driving to Florida. Yeah. I'm not sure. That's like a, I think like a 15 hour for us here. In for you, I was, yeah, it's like eight hours
1: from here. So I feel like a lot of people drive from my yeah. area.
0: Yeah. So we don't. So, so there are a couple tips. So, one big thing that is really big here—it's been on the news—is the lack of rental cars. So, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I I saw a story and on the news this morning, and they were saying the reason is because last year during COVID times, Mm -hmm. a lot of the rental cars sold off their sold off their cars.
1: Money. They needed to have some kind of uh, revenue.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's
1: exactly it. But I know I was like, what was their long-term goal there? Because now, we, now they don't have any cars.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so if you're looking for a rental car, it will be very difficult to, you know, to try to find that and, you know, get that reserved.
1: I've heard the prices are yeah. ridiculous.
0: Yeah, they're very high. So, so you definitely want to make sure if you're seeking that, that you plan early on getting those round cars. If not, you'll, you know, you want to take your um, own vehicle, but again, when traveling by car, you want to make sure that you have enough activities and snacks and things like that in the car for the kids to do, you know, because that backseat fighting happens, you know, I have siblings, so I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Great trips. Yeah. And you have two kids,
1: so. Yeah. And this is why I've always had a three row car, you know, different rows of the car. And I just got a new car about Mm -hmm. a month ago. Mm -hmm. And one of my requirements, when I told my husband, you know, here's my short list of things I have to have in my new car. Mm -hmm. One of them was captain's seats in the middle. Oh, yes, we
0: had those in our last car.
1: There's no bench in the middle. And there's like a big space between them.
0: So there's no touching yes
1: maybe they won't touch each other i don't know yet we're going to yes. go on our first big family road trip in a week so we'll see you see. have
0: to report back and let us I
1: know report back how it went <laughs> but i still have the third row i can throw someone back there if i really that's need to separate them that's true that's yeah. true but that's all the snacks all of the snacks and all of the activities I probably prepare in that in that regard. I actually, you know, what I did a couple of years ago because we go on a lot of road trips.
0: Yeah, you My, do.
1: I drive every summer. We drive from South Carolina to Vermont, and we and then sometimes we go to Maine, and sometimes we go to New York too. So we do that at least once a year, and a lot of years we do it twice because we'll do it at Thanksgiving too.
0: Mm-hmm. And then we drive
1: to Florida and we drive all over the place. So what I did a couple of years ago is, you know, those like lap desks. They're plastic.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. And
1: they have cubbies on the side, right? Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. So I went and got two of those. And I each, so each kid has one, and I fill the pockets with like coloring books and activity books and whatever else I can think of that would be fun to play with in the car, do in the car. So each kid has their own uh, lap desk. And then they have a hard surface so that they have somewhere to write or draw or color mm-hmm. or whatever. And they have their little cubbies with their, and it keeps it more organized because I hate a messy car. It's very hard to not have a messy car when you go on a 17 hour car drive, but yeah, but
0: that's worked out well. That's a great idea. Now, one thing I want to say about road trips, and I really um, like this idea. I did a lot of road trips as a kid, but as we, uh, our fan we fly just about everywhere um, we go. We'll do like mini road trips. of like they're within four or five hours, but we don't do long ones. Long haul trips like me. <laughs> yeah, we do not. But one thing I would say is to do a little research of the route, you know, mm-hmm. and the way you're going and take some time to stop at some of these like unique small towns or different things that you didn't even know like existed you know just to kind of learn more and just to enhance the experience plus it gives you a nice break um, in the driving process for both you and your family so can really find some cute adorable things
1: yeah i've actually done that before when they were little i and this is funny when we moved to south carolina from vermont Mm -hmm when we moved down, we drove down, you know, like we had to drive yeah. our car down and my kids were one and the, and Eli was almost four. And I was like, what am I going to do with these kids in this super long drive? I mean, we broke it up into three days, but still that's a long time mm-hmm. a car for a one-year-old or a three-year-old. So I looked at my route, like you were saying, like I okay. looked at the route and I found playgrounds so I just like looked for playgrounds. Like where are there like parks in, oh, that are
0: great idea? There.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it took a little time. And I, the whole time I was thinking somebody should create an app for this. Mm-hmm. I can't be the only mom who would like to know where all of the playgrounds are on a route, but it helps. Yeah. So we, I had places to stop like every couple of hours that I knew would have a playground or a field or something where they could run around. And I didn't have to worry about it. And Yeah, and we always, whenever we go up to, well, sometimes Vermont, but New York for sure, I always schedule our stop to be in Hershey, Pennsylvania.
0: Oh, yes. The park yes. in the chocolate, yeah. chocolate so we, world. We went to the
1: theme park. One time I did it. So we had like a whole day. Like we spent mm-hmm. two nights and had a whole day and we went to the theme park, which was fun. Mm-hmm. But it's just an overnight. But we always go to the world of chocolate. Like so we just go to the store and do the little ride where you get to see how they make the chocolate. Yeah. Oh yeah, The highlight yeah, I'm
0: in trouble in that store.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, it smells like chocolate. So you just want to buy all of the chocolate. You no, know,
0: And, and here's the, here's the tip there. So, you know, you buy Hershey chocolate and you know, your local grocery store or target or wherever, but when you buy it at Hershey park, it is so fresh. Good. It, exactly. It is, it is delicious. So like the little kisses, I could just
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: It's definitely different. It's definitely better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, that, so yeah, you want to make sure you go to places where you don't get yourself in so much trouble like with the, food. Yeah, with the food. Yeah. But yeah, but I think taking those little stops actually makes the road trip, you know, a lot of fun. Like we did a road trip where we went, we were actually going on a cruise, but we drove to the port And we stopped at like these really, like a, a really cool, like place diner in a small town to have breakfast. And it was just, it was very neat, you know, different. And it was one of the best breakfasts I've had in a long time. So I mean, I'm always
1: on the Google maps looking at where can we eat in the town up ahead and like. I don't want to just go to McDonald's, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you want to do the local stuff. Like where all the locals go? That's where you want to go. Some place you're never going to get to go again, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, well, let's move on to some tips of what to do when you're in destination. Mm -hmm. So these are a couple tips um, that I have that are more like kind of things you need to know. So a lot of people talk a lot about transportation, like, so if you're flying or, you know, how to get back and forth from the airport. So you want to make sure you know what transportation um, is available. And most people right now are opting a lot for private transfers just because they don't want to be with crowds and with groups. And those are filling up fast, especially with so many people now traveling for the summer. So you want to make sure if you're, you know, if you're doing private transfers that you get that scheduled early. Mm -hmm. You also want to know the COVID restrictions because every state is different. Every destination is different. So if you, we recommend that you use mystical dream travel, their agents there can really help you you know, figure out what, and they know, you know, what the restrictions are and what's-
1: Yeah, you have to really pay attention because it changes almost weekly, you know, what- what Absolutely.
0: Yep, so it's important to really understand what they are. If you're going out of the country, so if you're going to the Caribbean or to Mexico, Each island, especially in the Caribbean, has different requirements for testing of going in versus not testing versus random testing versus forms that have to be filled out, you know, prior to going. So those are important things to know. And the one thing I can tell you if you haven't booked your trip already It's really important to book that stuff as soon as possible, even up into dining reservations. You know, you you know, if you're going to Walt Disney World, it's important to have all of that stuff planned ahead of time because we have seen so much filled up with capacity and it's limited. So even though things are starting to come back in destination, they're still not fully operational. So you want to make sure that you understand that when you are traveling for sure, that you understand what the, is required at the destinations. Yeah. So, and do your research, you know, make sure you understand where you're going and find some fun, exciting things that aren't the normal things that everybody else is doing. So, yeah. have some unique adventures and memories there. Yeah, that's
1: so much fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so I have a, a few tips I want to throw in about going specifically to theme parks because yes. um, and i know you have been to the theme parks in the summer as well and i have um and it can it can be a little warm <laughs> oh, just a little <laughs> it can be a little warm in florida in like july and august and june mm. so you know i think that there's some Some basic things you can do to have a better time when you go to the theme parks in the summer. So my personal favorite itinerary plan in the summer is to get to the park as early as possible. So get there for rope drop, which means you're there before the park opens. So I usually try to get there like 45 minutes to a half hour, at least before the park is supposed to open Mm -hmm. and then stay until about lunchtime. Yes. Now I am fair skinned as you can see.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Now I generally try to stay out of the sun between the hours of like noon and four, because it's just bad news for me. Mm-hmm. So I like to stay till like about lunchtime and then leave and go back to your resort and take a nap or go swimming or just relax and chill and cool off. Mm-hmm. And then, go back to the park in the evening. Like when the sun is starting to go lower in the sky, it's probably not set yet because it doesn't set till kind of late, but you know, like around dinner time, go back to the park and get cooler. And then you can maybe make it to the end of the day because if you try to go the whole day in the heat, it's just, it's too, you're going to be exhausted and you're not going to feel good. I get actual like sickness, like heat sickness, like sun sickness, Mm -hmm. I'm out in the sun for too long. So, so I do that. And like take breaks. Disney is great. Well, Disney World is great for this. There's so many sh- cool shows that you can go to and each park has shows. And so I love those for break from the heat, you know, get some air conditioning, sit down, put your feet up, <laughs> enjoy the the carrot. This is one of the reasons why the Carousel of Progress is one of my favorite attractions is because it's like 20 minutes long.
0: <laughs> it's air conditioned. Air conditioned, right. So you're sitting,
1: you get to sit down in the dark, in the air conditioning for 20 minutes. And you're like, oh, you feel so refreshed by the end.
0: <laughs> I hate to ask this, but do you wonder how many people fall asleep? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I've absolutely
1: closed my eyes in that show for sure. Because it's like, you just need that like rest, right? Yeah. I am a big fan of those cooling towels. Have you ever used one of those?
0: I have not. And I just bought some. Yeah, I'm gonna try them. And I did also buy like last year, like I bought the fan, but I didn't use it. That
1: was my next thing. I was going to say those little fans, you can hang on your neck. Now you use them together, right? So you get your cool towel and you wet it and you lay it around your neck and then you have the fan like blowing on you. So you're getting the air flow on the cooling towel and it mm-hmm. really do work. Like, honestly, they, they, they do a great job.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, and the big thing too, now I'm glad to see that Disney has and Universal as well, has eliminated the mask outdoors in public areas. Nice, no. yeah. yeah. Because it's it, it, it warm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went in August last year with the mask, you know, in the thick of it. And it was very warm. So yeah.
1: um, when I went last year, it was, yeah. it was, it was warm to wear that the whole, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. also stay hydrated. That's, I mean, you should really stay hydrated anytime you go to the parks because it's a lot of walking and even, you know, in the fall and the spring, and sometimes even in December, it can still be warm.
0: in yeah. Florida. So,
1: but yeah. And I love to bring a reusable, like a refillable water bottle. Yeah you know, at Disney, they have, they'll give you ice water at the quick service restaurants. And I just get like, they'll give you as many cups of it as you want. So I just get like, give me four cups of it. And I fill up the water bottle with the ice water.
0: Um, Yeah, we do. So we always do car service when we're going to the theme park. So we always get stop, and you can also have, you know, with grocery services, you can have it delivered yeah. to your room, but we get a case of water when we go to the park and then our rooms have refrigerators in them. So we'll load that up, you know, with the water. And then the nice thing we do is we, we do put the bottles of water in our backpack. So it does like keep your back cool. <laughs> so when yeah. you're walking through, cause you have that cool bottle on there, but So that's another tip that I would recommend is, you know, if you want to buy, you know, a case of water and you can chill it in your, you know, in your room and stuff. And that, and that has always been very helpful. We do that every trip actually. And then we're not having to buy, you know, bottled water in the park, but I do like the idea of a reusable um, water bottle too. And I like ice water. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a
1: big ice water person. I I know I'm like, I'm so spoiled at home. It's like, all I drink is ice water. Mm -hmm. My husband makes fun of me. He's like, you can't just have water out of the tap. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I can't.
0: (laughs) Do you have have a refrigerator with a filter on
1: it? Yes. Yeah. I have the refrigerator with the filtered water and the ice maker. So I'm like, I don't know. And now my kids are also bougie like me and they Mm -hmm. always, and my husband gets very like irritated about it he's like i don't understand you're spoiling our kids i'm like i'm sorry they live in the good life
0: yeah exactly living like drink all, life.
1: The drink all of the water when yeah. you are out.
0: so we we are a lot like you too so we'll take a break part way through the day and you know we'll go swimming or you know go and relax and in our resort cool off take a nap because it is really exhausting to be in that heat all day and one of the things I like when you do come back in the evening I think you'll find too that the parks are less crowded especially right now people
1: who stayed there the whole day are exhausted by time
0: they're leaving yeah exactly the
1: sun Mm -hmm. take away your energy just as much as walking around you know like it's all all combines together to really make you feel worn out. And so I, I agree it's, it's less crowded in the evening because people have, you know, they're all pooped out and they have to leave.
0: Yep. And, and and I also recommend doing like a table service of some sort if you can, because it gives you an opportunity to sit down and air conditioned restaurant, and you're usually like it's maybe an hour and a half to two hour experience, depending on which restaurant it is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's uh, just another opportunity to really it kind of, great. yeah. And the yeah. so one thing too, I would say is bring your hands uh, sunscreen. So, like, my mm-hmm. husband is the sunscreen police when we go to the <laughs> park. <laughs> so, he actually, we're going in a few weeks, and he actually has me stocking up on like sunscreen every time I go to the store. Like I I literally, I should take a picture and show you all the bottles
1: of sunscreen that we have. So I have a cautionary tale about this, actually. I had a client who went to Disney a couple months or in April, so a month ago. Mm -hmm. They didn't pack sunscreen.
0: Oh no. They
1: didn't think about it. Well, they were coming from Vermont and it was like April is not sunny so they just didn't think about it (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but they messaged me kind of in a panic when they got there because the resort gift shop was out of sunscreen oh like none of the gift shops like anywhere near them Mm -hmm. had sunscreen they were sold out of sunscreen
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: they didn't drive they had flown so they were like what are we gonna do and they had never heard of instacart like they did because again they lived in is like not a thing in in Vermont. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, you know, you could order something to be delivered. And I was like, try Instacart. And so that is what they ended up doing. They used Instacart to get some Sunblock delivered from Publix, but but they just didn't, you know, they didn't think about it, and then they were like, "Oh, it's no problem. We'll just buy it when we get there." But the gift shop just happened to be completely sold out
0: of some. Block. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So we, yeah, definitely you want to stock up on that. Take it with you because you will, you will go through. You don't want to, get, especially in Florida. So for those of us in the north, the sun down there is definitely very different.
1: It's a lot stronger, stronger yeah. Longer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, and then any other tips you have for the theme park? Oh, I don't know. I like... <laughs> take a break,
1: take breaks, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Hats. Hand sanitizer, wear you know, wear a hat, wear a sun hat. Mm-hmm. So, it's a good idea.
1: Have you seen the people in, um, with umbrellas? I so, have, mine has I can notice several people in like, cause some of the lines, especially now that they're doing the social distancing, the queues are a lot longer. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the line is not maybe inside, you know, it's like outside and it's not shaded everywhere. I saw a lot. So I actually made a mental note that when I go in June, I'm going to bring an umbrella because there were a lot of people with those in line, you know, while they were waiting in line, they had a little umbrella that they used to shade themselves.
0: Yeah. So my cousin is from Florida and she usually meets us like every time we go and to Disney. And if we're there in the summer, she has an umbrella with her. Too. It's Maybe. kind of a
1: Southern thing. I've noticed since I moved to South Carolina, that most people carry umbrellas for that purpose, like not yeah. for reading. Talk about
0: the sun. in the North, yeah.
1: Yep. And then also a big thing down here is to have a white towel in your car that you put on your seat uh, because it gets hot. And if oh, you try yeah. to sit on your car seat, especially if you're wearing shorts, let me tell you, it hurts. Wow. <laughs> so sure. in their car to like sit on their seat with. Isn't that interesting?
0: That's a good idea though. It's okay. not nice, so <laughs> Yep. So I, so I have just a few safety tips. So, you know, my safety background is coming out here. So definitely you want to use sunscreen. I, you know, I think that's important for a lot of different reasons. You want to wash your hands often, especially, you know, when you're traveling, you want to make sure you stock up on hand sanitizer. Most places nowadays have an abundance of that, but I know some people have some sensitive skin. So you want to make sure and one big thing too, and even when traveling, you know, to theme parks is to take a first aid, a mini first aid kit yeah. with you, you know, that has band-aids and, you know, yeah. maybe baby, baby powder, you know, for mm-hmm. taping with the legs and Absolutely. things like that. But one big thing too, and I always recommend, and this is truly this my safety experience coming out side of me from back in the day is when you go to a hotel really make sure you know where your exits are and Mm -hmm. teach your kids where those emergency exits are sometimes you can if you have smaller kids you know and they, they know how to count and stuff. You can make it a game and say, okay, it's five doors down. So you count doors one, two, three, five, and that's the exit door. Mm -hmm. You know, especially if there's a lot of smoke, there's a lot of commotion going on if there was an emergency. So make sure you know your exit route. When I go into a hotel, I always look at the back of the door. They usually have the emergency, you know, where the emergency evacuation routes are, stuff like that because you never know when that might be needed. So definitely. So that's my safety nerd side coming out. A tip
1: though, like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if I've, I've ever done that with my kids. And now that you're saying it, I'm like, this should be something we do every time.
0: Yeah. Yep. So yeah, we definitely, you know, have taught are to, you know, look at that and know where okay. the exits are and where to go. Because you just never know an event emergency it gets crazy and chaotic. And so right. you just want to make sure they understand that. So we don't make it like a big deal, but you know, we definitely make sure um, they notice
1: what, what is what you're supposed to do. Yeah.
0: Yes, an event uh, emergency. That is a good
1: thing to, because I think a lot of people probably don't think about that.
0: In a hotel, especially no. So because yeah. they just think that, oh, we'll just leave and, but really your exit may, you might have to exit. You know, you might think, 100. oh, I'm going to go to the right, and that's where it is. But right. Really, yeah. Like you
1: want to know which way to go to get to the closest one.
0: Right. Or if something's going tomorrow. on at the other one, that's where the emergency is. You want to be able to know where to go. To know
1: else to go. Yeah.
0: Yep. Hmm. Absolutely. So we're going to just talk real quick about something fun now that we're done. Although we've been talking about things, <laughs> but a little more serious here today. But, so uh, we're going to just go real quick and dive into what our summer plans are. So Colleen, what are your plans this summer? I know you always have something good going on.
1: Oh my gosh, I have so many things planned this summer. It's kind of crazy. So first, we're going to Vermont in a week. Okay. As soon as the kids are done with school, we're driving up to Vermont to visit family. Mm-hmm. And then I think we come home for a week and then we go to Disney. We're going to Walt Disney World for another week. Nice. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, well, it's gonna be a whirlwind June. Yeah. And then in July, I am going um, to Savannah, Georgia with some of my girlfriends oh, uh, my girlfriend for her 40th birthday. So oh, we're okay. planning big girls weekend in savannah so that will be really fun
0: beautiful i actually have a friend who's there right now for her Mm. daughter's 21st birthday oh wow so funny yeah she puts some pictures on uh, social media and it looks amazing i've never
1: stayed there before i've driven by and i've like spent the night like in the outskirts before on the way to florida but um i've never actually stayed like in so we're going to be in like downtown savannah so i'm very excited to check it out Mm -hmm. and and then and at the end of July, we have our group trip to I June.
0: I know, I can't wait.
1: Exciting, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, for a couple of months, I'm going to be a busy, busy girl.
0: <laughs> you are, you are. We kind of have this like almost similar, even though different times, other than one trip. So, we are going to Walt Disney World in a couple weeks. Same thing, starting saddle school soon, and uh, I think we're down to the last week and a half of school. And so, so we have like kind of a week off and then we're headed down to Walt Disney World for a week. And then we kind of come back a little low key for a few weeks and then we're headed to Dreams Natura in, in Cancun. I can't so, wait for our group trip. It's going to be so much fun. And, and then we have a lot of little things planned around our town and area just because we weren't able to do anything last year. So I'm excited to get out and do those things, but. We actually have an extended summer this year, which is unusual. So they're having a late school start. For really? The yes. They just passed it. So they actually are going back till after Labor Day. Wow. That's so I, interesting. I know. We usually get back like really early in August and which yeah. I always thought was too early for here, but now then they like really, extended it. really late next year. Yeah, we
1: don't get out till like June 10th or something. So that's like the opposite of us here. Now, granted this year, I homeschooled my kids. Mm -hmm. So we are done with homeschool at the end of May, which is when our public school would have normally been done too. But because they started late last fall, the public school isn't getting out until June 16th. And then they go back to school like August 18th or something. Wow. yeah, they have, so they're having a shorter summer than normal, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, I know. My kids are like, huh, oh, we, we homeschooled. We're, we're like, done. We're, not, Woo-hoo. we're yeah. done. The same, the regular wank summer that we normally get. Oh but, my god.
0: No, our kids, we're off like all the way till like, yeah, till I, after Labor Day. It's crazy. So, so I have to kind of figure out what to do in August. Like, do we, mean, know, we should I go away know. I, I don't know, <laughs> I think about it. They're endless. <laughs> I know, I know, I mean, we'll have to figure something out, but yeah, but we're, we plan on doing a lot. We have so far two trips like, planned and then just, which we're very much looking forward to. And then we're planning on doing a lot of things within our, around our community and you know, different things. Yay. Hey, I am, I am.
1: I am very much looking forward to summer and being done with school.
0: Yes, yes, you've had a (laughs) workload this
1: Closing this chapter of homeschooling adventure. Mm -hmm. Yes, my children are already enrolled for public school for next school year. (laughs) I wrote my song. (laughs) They're all ready to go, pretty much. I'm like, is it time for school to
0: start again? I am ready. Well, that is all we have uh, for this episode of the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. So until next time, may all of your vacations be magical.